This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. You're listening to the Otocast Radio Network. The very best in online radio. Log in, kick back, and turn us up. Otocast Radio. We supply your anime fix. I think that dirty thoughts are very bad. And you want to know what else I think? I need to see you, Johnny. The following program is intended for mature audiences. You're listening to The Bonsai Beat, your weekly window into the world of anime, featuring all the latest news, episode reviews, and discussion. Would you watch an anime about middle school girls and their underwear? We check out Cleavage, and we bring you all the news you need to know. I'm Jellicoon, and get ready for episode 39. Episode 39 of the Bonsai Beat. I'm Jellicoon, and that's Zoldar, and we have a fun-filled episode for you. Yay! Okay, screw you then. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do have a fun-filled episode for you. I'm just still reeling from the the middle school girls and panties introduction. Uh, yeah, it also helps if I, um, let's see, press record on Audacity, too. Okay, well... Well, you know, it does, but... Fortunately, it's still there. Well, and we also get to talk about somebody changing their high school uniforms for to the Match the Lucky Star uniforms <laughs> to boost tourism. Yay, okay. Gee, that can't end up badly. Yeah. No, no, not at all. No. So, uh, have you been watching anything lately? Uh, most recently, just been watching uh, Fairy Musketeers. Yes, I know, I'm sick. On uh, Crunchyroll. And finishing up watching the second OVA of um, what it was that I reviewed last week. The uh, show whose title I've now forgotten. <laughs> Bought When They Cry from okay. eBay. So looking forward to that. If you don't haven't heard of When They Cry, basically low lies that kill each other. Uh, it's, it's it's going to be very entertaining to review once I watch it again. I think. Lolly death for the win. Yeah. Um, oh yes. Then I've been watching the rest of El Hazard. That was the one I didn't remember in the first hand. Excuse me. I um, I finished up Torador yesterday. I I marathoned episode five through twenty five in about a day and a half. Like yesterday, I went from like fifteen to like twenty-five. <coughs> it's just the show it must I started. Be nice not having a job. Oh, it's great! Yes, <laughs> I love the fact that I've lost my home. I have a nine-month, you know, unemployment gap in my you know employment history. It's great. Uh-huh. I highly recommend everyone to losing their job. Um, we got all this time to watch anime, though. Ten episodes in a day. I know. Man. Also finished Lucky Star. And finished K-On. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Did no. you cry at the end of K-On? K-On? Oh, yeah, that episode was boring. 
Uh, episode 13 was just kind of thrown in there, I think. It was just a, I don't know. It was just there, and it was just really random. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't I haven't seen it. I story. just know that it's supposed to be sad from what I have heard. What are you smoking? No, it's not. It's a slice of life with nothing sad about it. <laughs> it's just what I've heard. Oh, so. well, you've heard wrong. That's not something I have seen. Um, but yeah, I finally finished Toradora. <clears throat> it's a show that was on during the winter of last year, winter 2008, that it aired. And it's just a show I started and liked, just kind of dropped it and got bored. And I was like, yeah, I've got it sitting around. Might as well just watch the damn thing. So I did, and I liked it. It was a really good show. I'll have to review it one of these days. Sounds like it. Indeed. But today we have hentai. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a review of Cleavage, the two-episode OAV. Of course, what hentai isn't OAV. But yes, is it worth buying? You can get it now on rightstuff.com. It's stuff with one F for 18 bucks, so hey. Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. Yeah, Anime News Network. Yes. Um, so Macross Frontier's second theatrical film has been confirmed. Dun, dun, dun. More Macross. More Macross. More Macross. Hey, stupid Firefox. Um, so the official Macross website has confirmed that there will be two theatrical Macross Frontier films. The second issue of Katakawa's Shoten Macross Ace Magazine, yeah. Need a magazine just for, you know, Macross, hey. Uh, they confirmed that there will be one on November 21st under their name of Macross Frontier Itsu... God damn it. Itsuari no Itami Hime. As <clears throat> I butcher that. Um, and then there's a second film uh, that's going to be based on the shoujo, uh, the shoji uh Kawamori and Studio News' latest sequel in the Macross science fiction romance franchise. So, yeah. Macross Frontier marks the 25th anniversary of the Studio News classic anime franchise that combines transforming robotic mecha and love triangles. An interplanetary war. <clears throat> All your three f- an- anime food groups in <clears throat> one group. <laughs> Sounds, no fan uh, service, but so no dessert, but you know, hey. Meh. The story's good enough, I'll let it slide. Yep, yep, yep. Macross, eh? <laughs> First no. Macross was great. It's old now, but it's still great. Well, it's like Gundam. I think it's one of those things that's never going to go away. No, I like Ava. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. Yumi Nakata's Chubra manga gets greenlit. This is what we were hinting at in the intro that I horribly butchered. I need to write that shit down. Um, the July issue of Comic High Magazine... <clears throat> I cannot talk tonight. Uh, well, I'll take on, over then. Yeah, go right uh, the, ahead. The July issue of Comic High Magazine will announce on Monday that an anime adaptation of Yumi Nakata's Chubra manga has been greenlit. I love that name, Chubra. Yes, Chubra. Well, it'd be very is appropriate in a not entirely, I'm sure, non uh, in intentional English way. <laughs> yes, 
But the magazine is going to provide one production sketch of the character Nayu Hayama, and we'll say Hayama, that more information yeah. will be provided in future issues. Woot. So run out and buy all the magazines now. <laughs> yes. The, the publisher Futubasha describes the manga as middle school girls times underwear equals slightly H-girls comedy. Okay. So you're describing it uh, as in having middle school girls and having age girls comedy. And this is after you, the rest of the world has told you you need to stop selling some of the games you make and you're doing – then you think this is a good idea. I just thought the same okay. thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, okay. wait. Well, this doesn't have anything to do with rape though. Well, true that. Hopefully. But still. An age girl the, comedy. Ooh. And we, I guess we'll have to get to that story now since we've had <sighs> hinted at it. But well, we'll get to this, that in a second, though. Yep. Basically, the story centers around the line of uh, middle school girl. It's take over. I am. Go ahead. Go ahead. Push you over the edge. Get out of my way. <laughs> Basically, it's this middle school girl who wears uh, lacy black underwear, and she wants to spread the word of the merits of that kind of underwear via, get this. The underwear club. Why in the fuck does a middle school have an underwear club? <laughs> I don't know. This Maybe sounds like one of those shows. Sexual education club. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I'll watch one episode and then like kill myself for watching that one episode and wasting Yeah, no, I don't think I life. could watch one of these. It would be uh, I, I would feel way too dirty afterwards. <laughs> but. I don't know. I've, I've decided that I guess that it could be somewhat useful as a way for parents to talk to their children about their changing bodies. But, you know, Why? surely Japan doesn't have a problem doing that as sexualized as their culture is. Yeah. So I don't know. And uh, under that, um, uh, I don't have it. Uh. Yes, that's a perfect lead-in, isn't it? Yes. Uh, well, basically... I don't have it in front of me. Do you? The the rape reaction. I, I, I remember the story. Okay. So a feminist group, I won't say a feminazi group. Well, but, no, no, no. We already uh, know this part. We already know that, like, hey, people like America is like, oh, my God, there's rape games in Japan. Oh, my God. Well, Let's this, this stop is new, that. though. The, a feminist group actually got found one of them, found a game called Rape Lay. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this, that's old news. They upset about it. Yeah. Uh, so they have uh, – so – Based on that, they have a computer game moral group, which I find hilarious in and of itself, came out and basically said you need to stop making these. Uh, Japan got kind of all ticked off, and Studio Minori, which developers of the fairly infamous ace game Elf a Fairy Tale of the Two, which is so infamous I have never heard of it, uh, have evidently blocked foreign visitors to their site. Yes. And, uh, the... and they tell us in, in broken English uh, why, why they do. Currently, that a bi- a bi- the bill that allows to limiting the content to all erogies is being discussed in the diet because intellectuals and politicians said Japanese eroji were being problem and troubled with the foreign country. Therefore, we should make eroji hidden away from foreign country, and also its content should be limited and censored. Okay, now we trusted the word what they said at once, so we blocked you to make stay away from the trouble. Do you like that? Yes, and the uh, the official message was, this if you go if you try going to there uh, outside Japan. So if you're not if you're not pro- using a proxy server or, or anything of that kind of way, <clears throat> you'll get a message with the message cannot be browsed excluding Japan. Some foreigners seem to 
seem to be having an apathy against Ergo. Therefore, we prohibited access from foreign countries to defend our culture. Sorry for you, the fan. That so, so lives Japanese in a foreign culture, country. evidently, the protected Japanese culture includes raping uh, children. Um, yeah. Okay, maybe I need to stop doing this hobby. Uh, maybe I need to stop respecting Japanese culture. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, stop giving them money. Yeah. You know, no. stop enjoying the art. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you know what? Know something? Uh, I'm just gonna say, I uh, like uh, you know, ANN has their forums. Um, <laughs> Daryl Surratt of the Anime World Order podcast had a really good mess. Had a really good post, and I'm gonna. Go ahead and read a little bit of it because it's kind of long. But basically says, in quotes, to defend our culture. And then he goes on to say, to defend our culture? What? I don't realize that porno computer games and, and the central aspect of rape um, games were a central aspect of Japanese society. Clearly, us uncultured foreigners simply cannot comprehend the glorious Nippon's ancient and time-honored tradition of kitty rape simulators and uh yeah I, he kind of like just wraps it up in a neat little bow and says hey you know I I looked at his comment and was like wow that really says a lot and um, yeah I'm, I, I just don't understand I mean yes maybe they should have a right to do it but I, you can make an argument that it makes people more likely to do stuff oh, but no, I want to say I don't it's know disgusting. That yeah, it's regardless. Disgusting. But also, there's, uh, there, there's got to be limits. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're into that kind of stuff, hey, more power to you. But do you really need to get the kids involved? I don't think so. So I don't know. I think this is gonna be an issue that's just gonna go. You know, basically, what everyone really wants, though, it just they just want them to be out of sight, out of mind. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's the bottom line. Is people are just like, you know what? Just get rid of it. And if we don't have access to it, okay. But, I mean, this has been a whole thing with Japan where they don't have child pornography laws. So, you know, no, they don't. the big top nine group countries are like, hey, Japan, yeah, you're the only one without child porn laws. Uh, y- y- you might want to get on that. So, uh, you know, just another rock being thrown in their direction, you know, to say, come on, get with everyone else, I guess. I, I don't know. In some encouraging news, um, U.S. anime sales dropped only 2% from Q1 2009 versus Q1 2008. And that is huge because um, Q108, the the very essence of just the recession starting was just kind of of laying its foundwork. I mean, it wasn't so impactful. like it is now. It wasn't as nearly devastating and whatnot. Um, and it's really, really neat to actually hear that, um, you know, overall anime sales only dropped 2% when you think of, you know, 30 to $40 discs. And, uh, exactly. you know, um, they had a report from 2007 to 2008 that um, overall anime dropped, you know, uh, what was it, 11%. From you know 2008 to 2007, so I mean this is even better than, um, <clears throat> then. So, yep. some other notes that kind of came out the ICV2 re- rental retail, oh sorry not rental retail news source, um, reports that 
you know, anime dropped only 2% in the first quarter of 2009 versus uh, the first quarter of 2008, like we said. Um, Funimation has 40% of the market share now in anime, which is not surprising. Um, no, I'm actually surprised it's not more, but, you know... Not a good thing, since most of the anime they have is not the kind of stuff... The kind of interesting well, no, intellectual a lot stuff of the, that well, I like. But well, then, not just that, Genion, but I mean, the, my favorite company, went out of business, so... Well, yeah, that's my where... Ta- my, sorry. My anime tastes are so in line with the rest of the countries, but... Well, well. no, but it's, it's because they have picked up, you know, Genion titles that they got their market share increased. I mean, they grabbed almost everything last year at uh, last year's Anime Expo. They announced that True. they were picking up all the titles that had begun to air, you know, uh, like a good show I liked with Karen. You know, Funimation picked up the ball and was like, hey, we're going to release this now for you. You know, we only released three titles under, three volumes under um, Genion, and then Funimation in- came and got it. Yeah, but are they going to going to still license new material that is of that same quality, or oh, are they yeah. just going to look for the next Naruto or the next Bleach? <clears throat> no, Funimation has been picking up all kinds of crap. They've been getting stuff left and right. They've been the only ones been releasing and announcing stuff. Uh, I know, stuff. I know, but but they have. But are they going to license stuff like what Genion would have licensed, or are they going to only license uh, the the more mainstream? This will sell to three million people. A kind of anime, and that's to me that's, that's a good the question. But I, yeah, that's something I can't answer. You can't answer. Yeah, no, and, no, that's um, not. Um, and I also think the reason the sales are going so you know two percent is not that much. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I would have liked to see a increase, but you know, it's recession. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, look at everything that's being released now. Everything is box sets. Everything is. Part one, part two. You know, there's no more... I mean, there is out there. And I look at Bakano. Bakano's being released in singles. But, I mean, like, overall. Um, Clannad, you know, season one, part one. Season two, or season one, part two. Um, you know, <clears throat> more and more box sets are being released as complete series. Rather than, let's re-release the singles. Or the Viridian collection from from um, ADV and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's a really big, uh, really good thing too. Because I mean, like, people are—I think—you are, know—this time last year they were just talking about. Um, I believe it was Gurren Lagann was going to be one of the first titles to actually do this, and it seems like the entire industry has come and you know did the same thing. We're going to stop releasing singles, stop right. you know charging thirty to forty dollars. We'll charge you. 70 bucks or you know usually it's 69 bucks you know 59 to 69 dollars for a complete box set you know yep. so and it, uh, i also think to some extent it's the most i've seen most of the people who are into anime unlike myself are fairly financially solvent and well, either are not going to be affected by a recession as much or are going to find some way to buy it if they are because it's almost an, it's almost an addiction even for me. Well, um, I almost almost but... wonder too though. I mean, um look at um uh Funimation and all their the stuff they're putting online. Look at Hulu. Maybe mm-hmm. well, I want yeah, to be And I do think well, that is definitely 
yeah, that's you know you don't have to pay anything. Exactly. Um, do you think that that's hurting or helping? I mean, I would almost think it's um, helping. I I think we're getting more things because I don't think something like Fairy Musketeers would have ever been brought over here in a DVD format. So I think we're getting more things than we would get. Now, I think eventually we're probably going to go to a DVD-less society and we'll be downloading things and paying for um, I say no to that. There's always going to be a physical media because people want to collect them. People want to have them. People want to hold on to them. It's, it's going to probably be a generational thing, but I mean, I don't buy American TV shows anymore. I just download them or I watch them on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, if you, as long as I can have the file, I think that's all I'm going to care about eventually. That yeah. I'm not going to care about having an actual <laughs> box. No, and I don't want to yeah. get into the merits of you know, you know, physical versus digital. No, I totally understand, and I totally agree. The problem with digital is. DRM. DRM is the number one biggest thing. I mean... <clears throat> yeah. And what's it say? You download uh, the entire season of One Piece, but one day, five years down the road, Viz says, hey, we can't make money anymore. We're shutting down. Well, you know, it's the same thing with the MSN Music Store. Um, people who downloaded all their stuff from the MSN Music Store, Microsoft took all their DRM servers offline, saying, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. Well, it turned out all those uh, MP3s are useless, and that's a big kind of, you know, kind of thing. Right. They would they would have to find some way to make it so you couldn't make a copy of it and give someone who hasn't who hasn't paid for it. But on the uh, other hand, but then, you at know. the same time, that you could still play it twenty years down the road. Yeah. So. See, and that's the thing. DVDs, you can do that. You right. Know, unless you're right. house person of flames or something. <laughs> right. But yeah. So, and I don't know. Though there will have to be an answer to that. Yeah. Be. But I mean, I, I, I actually really think that this is something really cool that it's such a small amount because, you know, over the last year we've seen, or the last two years we've seen, you know, Genion go under. We've seen the mm-hmm. rise of um, anime from a distribution point on the internet. You know, two years ago, even a year ago when I, when we started this podcast, it was... Japan was still scared of um, bringing, you know, letting stuff be simulcast. Funimation is now simulcasting, you know, first run shows. Uh, Crunchyroll, you know, si- well, sometimes uh, streaming. They've taken, they've taken some of them off. Yeah, but. well, that's neither <laughs> here nor there, though. But you know, uh, Crunchyroll, you know, is is simulcasting or you know, streaming very quickly um, first run shows. And they're addressing a lot of what anime fans have been saying. Why they, you know, why they pirate, you know, why they download the fan subs. So, we'll see here next year. I'm really curious to see um, if they break it down again here for quarter two, quarter three, quarter four, for 2009 versus 2008. And then an overall, you know, 2009 versus 2008 because of the recession and whatnot. I'm actually willing to go on a bet and say... I'm looking forward more to 2010 versus 2009 because, you know, everyone's saying, oh, it's supposed to end in 2010. You know, maybe I think things right. will be better. You know, well, who knows? Yeah. Um, Neither of us are economists. No, so exactly. But I mean, <laughs> I, I think we both can say, holy crap, 2%. Wow. You know, we're supporting. Yeah. Yeah, that is that, that's definitely true, and it's amazing. But the uh, the thing about that though, it also includes manga, 
DVDs and whatnot. So it's it's not just DVDs. It's not just manga. Mm. Oh, and I just remembered to do this. The top ten properties overall. Uh, I found the list kind of interesting. Um, they have them also broke out by shoujo, shonen, um, and whatnot. Um, Afro Samurai Resurrection, that's a Funimation title, was number one. Uh, not surprising. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, Afro Samurai... About, like, uh, Naruto <laughs> and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... I think a lot of people liked the Afro Samurai because, A, it had, my, you know, it had um, Samuel L. Jackson. And it was getting a run on uh, Spike TV. Which, so, this is true. And it's like ninja action-y and it's anime, but you know how weird American <laughs> shows are. Yep. Number two was Naruto, and that's a viz. Number three was Dragon Ball Z, Funimation. Number four, I was surprised by this, Oran High School Host Club. I was really surprised to see that, like, so high up. I mean, it's a good show, and I know, like, on anime on DVD, people were begging and begging and begging for it to be licensed. And it's a very, very good licensed show, um, both dub and just story-wise. I, if you want a really funny comedy, pick this show up. Um, number five was Cowboy, Bo- Cowboy Bebop Remix, Bandai. Um, number six was Yu Yu... Um, how do you say that? Haikusho? Haikusho? I don't fucking know. H A. You're asking me yes. how to pronounce something in Japanese. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, that's a Funimation title. Fumetal Alchemist, another Funimation, mm-hmm. was number seven. Number eight was Pokemon. Number nine was Bleach. Ugh. Number ten was Cold Geass. And now I'm really Bleach surprised. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm surprised Bleach isn't higher, Yeah. to be too. honest. Pokemon surprise isn't higher. Maybe the Pokemon fad is finally waning, or I I don't know. I don't see any kids today with Pokemon anything, and thank you know, goodness. I, I, yeah, no kidding. And Code Geass, <laughs> I don't know if I should be surprised or not. Um, Code Geass is good. I would think that would be higher, actually. But uh, it's strange. It a good, I mean, it, well, it gets a good run on you know Adult Cartoon Network. Yeah, so, it does. I, mean, I, I almost think anything. That, um, I almost think that anything that's that's running on uh, regular TV is going to get higher just because you're getting that exposure. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then just I'll do a real quick top ten of uh, the top shonen titles. Uh, Naruto is number one. Bleach number two. Number three, Death Note. Number four, Rosar- Rosario Vampire. I have not seen that. I've it's on no, my list. I haven't heard anything about that one. Um, number five was Chibi Vampire, and that was, well, that's, um, that's Karen. Uh, that's, ah, that's for okay. the manga, not for the, uh, anime, which is called Chibi Vampire, Ch- Child Vampire. Um, <laughs> number six was Tsubasa, uh, number seven was Negma, and then number eight was Yu-Gi-Oh!, number nine was D. Grayman, number ten was One Piece, and these were all, um... Mangas, so yeah, pretty neat. Cool. Yep, yeah. So, so I guess we should talk about <laughs> the uh, the people who are going to give their make their high school students wear the lucky yeah. star. Yeah, so yeah, what he's talking That's about is a, a group is discussing lucky star uniforms to bolster local tourism. Uh, if you remember, we read a story about. Um, 
the uh, prefecture that's used in Lucky Star make they made an actual home set they used the actual home of the manga creator and they made you know this is Kanata's room this is you know you know all they made and tons of people came from uh over new year's you know day and whatnot to you know be you know with the lucky star and see what it's all about and whatnot um now they're talking about um the Japanese prefecture of um, Saitama has established a prefectural anime tourism investigative commission. Gotta say that five times fast. Uh-huh. And they want to discuss ways to boost anime-related tourism, including changing the local school uniforms to match the uniforms of the Lucky Star characters. Um... <laughs> It's actually a pretty cute uniform. I mean, if you like pink. Yeah. Yeah. And um, thankfully, the yucky, the Lucky Star uniforms don't seem like they're uh, as short as some other uniforms in anime. Oh, yeah. But, uh... Um, my whole thing, though, the thing I did like about this, though, you know, they're talking about leasing a few vacant public facilities as production studios for manga creators. I think that's the big thing right there. I mean that's certainly better. No, I, I mean like they're that... given they're I mean like I'll I'll take the manga thing first before we get into the whole Okay. Uh, like you know, we've heard I, mean, I don't know if you've heard but like manga creators over there don't make much. No, they you don't. You know, anything really the seiyus over there um make an average of 15 to 30,000. dollars You know, that's wow. You know. Uh, you know, my so I really think, like, you know, setting aside physical vacant buildings and saying, you know, we're going to turn something good around. These are vacant, you know, these are vacant properties not being used. Let's turn them into something that can better the community and can bring more tour, you know, bring that, well, you can bring tourism. And you could also bring um, money into the local economy because they're based in that, you know, city. They're paying their taxes and, you know, whatnot. But on the whole thing about one of the ideas of dread, you know, putting the girls in the you know, school uniforms as lucky star, I, I think basing your tourism around anime is a bad idea because yes, lucky star was very popular, still is very popular, but uh, you know, what about next year? What about the year after? Things exactly. go in waves. I mean, I'm not denying the popularity of Lucky Star. It's huge, um, but but it's not gonna last. Yeah, you're I mean, you're if you spend your... all this money, you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a little bit, but then you'll have to change them again to the next. So we'll have the ever changing high school uniforms. <laughs> yeah, and I honestly think like getting the children involved. I mean, that's awesome that they want to go that far, but seriously, these kids are just trying to go to school and live their lives. Why burden them or bother them with tourism? You know, tourists bugging them. Like you were saying earlier, well, maybe they might not mind it or, you know, have fun with it or whatever. But, like, seriously, like, if I was being told, okay, we're changing our whole school policy in line with a a really popular anime, um, if you get accosted by otaku or, you know, anyone from not Japan and want to bug you with pictures and stuff... You've got to accommodate to them or 
or whatever. I mean, that's just unneeded. They're just trying yeah, to live their lives. That would annoy me. But at the same time, I mean, Jap- Japan is where, you know, high school girls have done much worse things <laughs> for money. So well, may- well, maybe I mean, they'll no start charging for people money, for it. Who yeah. knows? But I mean, like the whole thing, though, is just like these kids are just trying to live their lives at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. They're it's just it's a disruption and it's a mistake. Definitely. So I'm just trying to look at the bright side of it a little bit. <laughs> I'd, when I first saw this story, I thought Lucky Star was a was set in elementary school. So that was not knowing how how <laughs> yes. crazy I am. I don't um, even know Lucky Star. Yes, all the I, characters are moe, so that's they look really young, but they're not theoretically. Yeah. Kanata uh, Konata is eighteen, but she looks like a freaking thirteen year old. Yeah. So yeah. So thankfully, they're, that's not happening because that would have led to really big problems if that was what they were doing. I just, still, even if I'm walking home from high school, I don't want to get accosted by some foreigner, some Gaijin, some and asking yeah, me to take, Gaijin, to take yeah. his picture with me. Um, yeah, I mean, like I, I just, I, I like the enthusiasm. I like that they're thinking. I mean, hey, tourism, tourism, you gotta bring the dollars in. But I mean, uh-huh. don't get the kids involved. It's they're just trying to live their life. I mean, if people want to take it far and go, hey, yeah, this is awesome, I'll do it. You know, that that's their business. But changing a whole high school over that, that just seems kind of too far. I, I, I hope they come with a better idea. I mean, you're, what you're doing is you're, they, don't, they don't have to pay the high school students now to act like uh, – to act, basically – and well, there's nothing like about acting. They're just saying, like, your... oh, my God, they're wearing the, the Lucky Star uniforms. Let's go get pictures. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Right. You know, but it's... usually you would pay people to dress up like that no, and yeah. do that. Well, but then they'd probably now go they're not going to have to do this. No. So and... they are kind of getting work for free from the high school students, which is not good either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're looking a little bit too much into it. They never said that, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, um, I mean, they're basically making them be reenactors. Yeah, yeah. That's a job. <laughs> no, hell yeah. Look, like if you look at all the people in like Disney World. Exactly. Um, so. Funimation Portal streams the new Full Alchemist again. So yeah, 10 through 12. You can now watch. Um, Funimation brought back the Full Metal Alchemist series after being taken down for the ha- for the breaches of security. Um, they also yeah. said they've taken they've done a lot more behind the back end features. Uh, with greater bandwidth and the company plans to develop and add more features as time goes on. And uh, they give you a thread on a website that you can bitch and moan about stuff. Uh, One Piece hasn't come back yet. Uh, They said they want to bring it back, but it sounds like they're getting their asses handed to them by Toei. And, uh, yeah. They have to go make amends and prove to them that they're not going to fuck up again. That's what it comes out to be. I almost wonder if they were just like waiting, not necessarily waiting for something this severe to happen, but it seems like why now are they taking the time to like address all the problems they've had for the last few months? Exactly. Why not have done this beforehand? You know, or when it first came out, because that was the biggest problem, especially when Full Metal Alchemist came out. It was bandwidth. If you wanted to watch during the day. <laughs> You're going to be... I, I remember I watched um, Oron High School Host Club um, because I own the season one, part one, 
but I don't mm-hmm. own part two yet, but I want to want to watch it. I would literally have to pick the episode, start, stop, and then let it buffer for at least a good half an hour, 45 minutes. And I'm on a broadband connection. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was pretty bad. I haven't tried it since then, so maybe it's better. Uh, the f- Hopefully. Yeah. That would be... That would kind of make it pointless. Yeah, definitely. Azura Crying 2 has been greenlit. The final episode of Azura Crying, the television anime series, has announced that production of the second season is underway. It's been greenlit for the fall premiere. So that is very quick. Yes, it is. So, if you haven't heard of Azura Crying, it's a show that just wrapped up, actually. Um, it's about this... Um, uh, it's a semi-serious uh, school action story that revolves around um, a kid who can see who has been haunted by go by a ghostly girl who was a childhood friend. So that's about all I know. <laughs> I haven't seen the show and didn't really interest me, but I know it's got a good reception. Yep. Kion. Oh, go ahead. You may not. You may not have seen this. I think it went up only a couple hours ago. But they do have now the promos online for Eden of the East and Spice and Wolf. Oh too. yeah, they just posted for went on air. Yeah, so you can now go to AnimeNewsNetwork.com and watch the advertisements for those movies. I cannot wait for the new Eden of the East film. Oh, November. There's so much stuff coming in in winter. Of yeah, the, uh, fall winter this year, yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, come on, wait, album. Need more drama. <laughs> uh, Kion gets a non-four panel flashback manga special. Um, basically, Kion was being drawn in four panel shorts. Um, they are drawing a flashback, sixteen pages um, of varying panel layouts. The story will flash back to when Mio and Ritsu were friends in elementary school. Pretty cool. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can't get enough K-On! That just ended here yesterday. You can get a little bit more. Um, Spielberg is evidently has plans to do an old boy live action movie that has gotten somewhat <laughs> messed up in a suit. Uh, the, But he's still evidently continuing with it. Don't know anything about Hold Boy, but according to Anime Vice, uh, they they were being sued by a Korean production <coughs> producer that's already made that had already made a film in 2003 and felt that they had movie rights to the manga. Now the manga's publisher is suing this production company, claiming that it never had rights to negotiate a remake. Uh, and it's even more complex because Show East has actually closed its doors and no longer exists. So, you know, who who actually has what here? It sounds like this is about as good as the um, when they were making the Watchmen movie and that suit got about. It seems like it's that crazy. But evidently, according to Spielberg, he in DreamWorks is still planning on doing this. He's going to have Will Smith in it. Uh, and according to some of the people who know the story, that means the story is not going to be the same, because evidently there is a twist that would be that Western audiences might not like. And since it has Steven Spielberg and Will Smith in it, 
they're expecting that to be changed. I don't know. I don't know anything about the story. If you happen to know something about this, please feel free to call in and let us know. I don't know whether to be excited about this or not. I don't know. Will Smith and Steven Spielberg in a comedy, or I mean in a movie, sounds pretty He's badass. usually good, but Spielberg likes to take things that are supposed to end sadly and make them not end sadly. <laughs> Whatever. <So. laughs> Will Smith and Steven Spielberg, that'd be kind of a kick-ass combination. Generally. Yeah. So we only have about, um, about 19, 19 minutes. 19 minutes left. So... Luckily, this cleavage thingy is short. Huzzah. Let me bring up our weekly DVD picks. Uh, if I can find the frickin' sound file. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. So, another another week is here, and more DVDs are being released. Unfortunately, not too many that are that great this time. Yeah, I gotta agree. I'm not picking jack shit. I'm not even gonna buy no. anything. <laughs> well, I will say that if I had unlimited resources, uh, Jibaruru the Second Coming looks entertaining. I mean, you know, you can never have enough hentai, so especially tentacle hentai. <laughs> so if I had unlimited resources, I would check that out. <sighs> I might check out Darker Than Black as well. That's um, supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, it is. Origin Spirits of the Past looks interesting. I don't know if it will be something I'll end up picking up eventually or not. Mm-hmm. Has has takes an interesting take on environmentalism in that we try to grow some trees on the moon, they become <laughs> conscious. What? Yes, yes, yes. We try to grow special types of trees on the moon. Please tell me they Maybe. were please tell me they were encased in like oxygen globes or something. You know, I have I don't know. I don't know. That's fucking awesome. There's the, the pine tree of the moon. Basically, become conscious, attack, split the moon into several pieces. These pieces fall to the planet Earth, and the trees become basically take over the planet. And it's almost then like in the future, humans are fighting with the trees for survival. Why can't you just burn them? So, well, I, I, I'm assuming there's a reason you can't do that. I don't, but yeah. Um, so it, it goes from there. And I can it just looks, see space shot. Like I can just see like NASA were scrambling the fire. Ge- the fire. Despite so. my co-host here, who I'm trying continually making fun of it, it does look like it will actually be interesting. Uh, it got a B plus rating from AnimeOnDVD.com. Oh jeez, uh, so that's fucking that does, hilarious. Does look like it might be worth getting. Quick, we uh, need all the lumberjacks we can get. Is in uh, HD. Oh, cool. So, I would check that out. Uh, the others, yeah, I don't really care about Patine Princess. You see, that's not anything I'm going to care about. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure as heck not going to get anything, any Pokemon stuff. So, But you got to catch them all and buy all the uh, DVDs no, and the I don't movies. I catch one. <laughs> <laughs> I tried catching a Pikachu and it bit me. Bastard. Yeah. Serves uh. you right for trying to catch one. <laughs> yes. Uh. Um. All right, let's review some hentai. Let's review some hentai. All righty then. Yeah. yeah, hentai boobs. Um, so this was from the authors of Bible Black, and um, it comes off a. Of, it's based on an H game by the same name. You know, with the with the resume where it includes Bible Black, you thought this would have been better. Basically, it's thank you myanimelist.net. Uh, basically, it's about this kid. Uh, about this step brother, step sister, 
kind of relationship. They're related, but not by blood. Um, when their father is given a transfer, oh, that never happens. Um, Toto Yuto and Toto Erica are left alone in this big ass house. They are siblings, but they're not related by blood. So hey, it's all good. It's when, all good. Let's get it on. Yes. When Yuto was a child, his mother died. Oh, that's a shocker. And his father remarried to a woman who herself had a child from a previous relationship. Erica, his stepmother, was quite gentle, but she too has since passed away. Oh, his life is just full of death. Mm-hmm. So now they live alone, and they begin to love each other as a man and a woman. However, dun dun dun. I'll save this part for later. So yeah, this is a two-episode OVA. They're half an hour apiece, and the fetish is big breasts. These girls have big ass boobs. We swear to God, if they were in real life, they would have like terrible back posture or something. Like it's just ridiculous. Hey, I'm a high school kid, but I've got double D breasts. And so does the teacher. And everyone else we know. Um, of course. Yeah. Everyone should have double D breasts, right? Of course. So, uh, yeah. Uto, um, basically he's a little emo bitch. And he's always looking at his, at his dead stepmother's picture. And Erica, her sister, is like, Oh, you love her boobs. Oh, you miss mom. And then they're like, Oh, okay. We can start making out and shit. And uh, basically, Yuto does all the housework. So Erica's like, hey, I'll do stuff with you if you keep doing all the housework and cooking and stuff. Um, so he becomes the wife. Oh, yeah, he's like the wife. <laughs> he's a bitch. So um, the other kind of stupid, retarded thing is, you know, it's got that character that, oh, dude, I love your sister. Oh, she's so fucking hot. Oh, my God, I want to do her. You know, he's got that character. And then you've got, there's another one, there's a friend of Yoduto's who, like, loves her sister, or loves his sister, and she's a lesbian, and, like, one scene, she tries to rape Erica, it's like, I love you, and I want to make out with you and be with you. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, you know, if you're smart, what do you do? We start having sex at school. Well, what do you, lo and behold, the art teacher finds out. And has secret pictures of them having sex in a schoolroom. Yeah, you know, you never... And the other thing is, the art teacher is attracted to Yuto. So to keep uh, the secret of them not, you know, of them having sex, the art teacher has sex with Yuto. And, uh, yeah. (laughs) Basically, uh, in the end, because... The male friend of Yuto's has taken dirty pictures of Erica on the tennis court. Way off in the distance, there's a pool with a window. Yuto and the art teacher are having sex. So then there's big cat fight over Yuto, and they're just like, wait a minute. I'll have sex with both of you. And then there's an awesome three-way. And then that's the end of the show. It's pretty wow, lame. Beautiful. There's like no... There's no story other than, like, your brother, your sister. Oh, but you're not related by blood, so it's all good. You can wail on each other all you want. So let's see. 
We should, we should come up with a new um, Brady Bunch song for this, uh, you know. Some, something of Well, the... no, because everyone's dead. And there's not enough characters. Well, no, there's not enough characters, but, I mean, you know, you that this matey, lady meets this fellow, and they're now a family, and they now all sleep together. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. It would probably have been more, more, a more interesting show if they went that route. I don't know. Yeah, Marsha could have fallen in love with one of her brothers. Um, no. Wow. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> but yes, uh, that does seem to be a uh, very continuing very... theme in Japanese hentai. You're my sister, but you're really not. So let's get it on. Yes. And you know what the funny thing is? is I've seen better uh, when they take the genre of brother-sister not related. But in the hand, it's like weird watching it. And this was done by Milky Way. So, I mean, this is released in English. Um, you know, it's not just something I came upon. I was like, hey, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I find the overall genre of that, though, kind of... I don't Icky. know. Yeah. It doesn't Icky's feel like watching it. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for hentai, but man, like... Like I said, though, like, if you have a freaking Bible Black on your resume, like, we did Bible Black. That's, like, the best-known hentai ever. You'd think well, it would be better. Well, okay. Still, it's pretty pretty crazy. Smack down my co-host! Yeah! Yeah, you jerk. <laughs> That's cleavage. I would give it a, th- a two out of five because um, it's just it's it's there. It's nothing more, nothing less. If you want to get your rocks off to anti, there you go. The artwork was well done. I mean, like, but I mean, there's nothing extraordinary. They look average and. All the chicks have huge racks. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah. I swear, I would love to see, like, the representation in real life. Like, here's in real life what they would look like. Oh, you need wheelbarrows. <laughs> you know. They walk on all fours because they can't stand. Yes. So, that's cleavage. Nothing special. All I don't know right. what I'm going to read. I have no clue what I'm going to review next week. Um, maybe I'll just leave it up to you. You and your furry musketeers or... Where is yeah, that, that manga I'll you wanted to... I hope to have Three Musketeers done by next week. We'll see, though, uh, so I can review that. I will say I have finished watching the rest of El Hazard, and the second OVA is not as good as the first. Uh, there were parts in where I just laughed because it was so ridiculous. Uh, it is still worth watching if you can pick up the set that has both the set, both the second and the first OVA. It's worth having uh, mm-hmm. just because of some of the extra... Extras on the second OVA are pretty entertaining, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not as good as the first OVA. I, I, I um, they do have it at RateStuff.com, the El Hazard, mm-hmm. uh, CPM stuff for cheap. Uh, it is definitely worth picking up. It's highly, highly hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not, not crazy like Bobo Bobo or something no, pretty no. ridiculous like that. Well... It's, um, so maybe we should watch this um, Eden of the East uh, for our last few minutes here. Watch this Eden of the East promo. and uh, Oh, not and say we did it because it's all in Japanese and this is an audio podcast. So <laughs> Well, I was thought to well. say if we could watch it, we could we could comment on it while you watched it. And how well, okay. It have you watched Eden of the East? No, but you have and yes. you like it so much. And I'm already going to say that it's going to be a badass show. I don't need to watch it because Eden of the East oh, was all right, fucking well, then. awesome. All right. Now, Eden of the East, the uh, theatrical trailer, if you haven't heard about it, um, picks up where the anime left off. Um, and the final scene, uh, Taka, um, Akira Takazawa was asking 
uh, Jules, take all my money and make me king because somebody has to be. And this is where the theatrical release picks up. So, November can't come fast enough. Yeah. Huzzah, huzzah. Um, so this yeah. is a just put up on um, Anime News Network here. Yep. The Evidently, the fairy tale manga is getting a TV anime production. The fuck is it to uh, begin with? I have no idea. This year's 31st issue of Kodasha's Weekly Shonen Magazine will announce next Wednesday that a television anime adaptation of Hiro Mashima's fairy tale uh, has been greenlit. Ooh. The anime studios A1 Picture and Satellite will produce the project. Evidently, the seventh volume of the manga will be published by Del Rey by North America next month. Uh, never heard of the manga myself. But same thing. Um, you know what, though? Thinking about it, I think next week we are going to have our summer preview special um, where we will run down what is coming out for the summer 2009 season. Lots of good stuff. A few things. Spice and Wolf 2 um, is coming out. More allied access and the hilarity shorts of stereotyping every fucking nation in the con- in the world. Uh, and then a lot more. So I think next week, you know what, because we are still kind of pondering what to do, because the summer season does start soon, we will do a special summer uh, send-off, kind of getting you ready for the uh, summer shows. That'll be a day before the 4th of July, so that I bring into yes. the... I don't know if you get a long weekend. thing is... Fourth of July is on Sunday. They're on a Saturday this year. Don't know if you get a long weekend. So, uh, but our hour is coming to a close. Um, yes, it is. And if we are not here because North Korea has decided to, uh, yeah, to destroy us. us all by missiles, well, it's been good being on on a podcast with you, yes. Angelica. Oh yeah, and I want to say um, <laughs> thank you to all the listeners who took down my fucking server. <laughs> I know, man. You change co-hosts, and your server gets so so taken down yes. because you're just, I'm just so popular. Yes, the we people actually, are just crying out for me. Yes, we <laughs> ran out of bandwidth on my the server that I host the podcast on the MP3 downloads. Um, so I had to scramble and put something new up. But um, yeah, um, this is the Bonsai Beat. You can follow me, Jellicoon, at twittercom Jellicoon. Check out our radio network, Otacast Network, at www.otacast-radio.com. There you can find out about other shows like the Anime Insider, the Ninja Legion, and many other great shows hosted under the Otacast Radio Network. Um, Zaldar uh, I am Zaldar. You can Z A L D A R. You can find me on uh, animeondvd.com. I also have a new profile on Crunchyroll, so if you watch anime on Crunchyroll, you can find me there as well. Uh, same name. Um, <coughs> have have Facebook, but I'm going to keep that since I teach to myself. Uh, <laughs> That's a you know. Let's anyway. see. But feel free if you know if you happen to run across me on Crunchyroll, drop me a note. Tell me how I can improve this show. I mean, obviously, I'm doing everything right since, you know, we're breaking servers. Oh, yeah, server, we're breaking servers but... and bandwidth, you jerk. <laughs> no, I've actually got to say thank you to everyone listening. Um, more and more and more we're getting 
uh, listeners, um, not necessarily live, but the downloads um, are picking up, and uh, it's just been really fun. So thank you to everyone listening live on StickCam and Blog Talk Radio, and we'll be here again next week at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central. So, An hour earlier. I know, and it's going to stay like that from now on. BTR finally gave me the option to pick any time, and so, yeah. So now you can go listen to your anime and then still go out and get drunk at the club afterwards. I mean, it's yeah, a win-win right. situation for just, all involved. I'll just get drunk while podcasting. Well, you know, you can't get drunk while while they listen to it. I don't think we should do the show drunk. I mean, the but, show will slowly but, decline. Like, I should, I should, we got a great we show. Try that one week. Um, that hey. might be entertaining. I'm thinking about it. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, We've got a great every, show for you. End of the podcast. What what are we talking about again? <laughs> yes, you can turn the podcast into a drinking game. Yes, every time you say anime, take a take a take shot a drink. of bourbon. Yes, take a shot. <laughs> um, so yeah, and also check out bonsaibeat.com. There you'll find um, show notes, past episode downloads, um, all that fun stuff. So this is Jellicoon. And Zoldar. Saying have a good week. Have Thanks. a good week. And see you July 3rd.